coast to coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us now with your home improvement question. Call us with your do-it-yourself dilemma. Don't be a do-it-to-yourselfer. We can help you get the jobs done right the first time around. If you pick up the phone and help yourself first by calling us at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974, because we help you make good homes better. Hey, it is the Super Bowl season, and if that's got you thinking about perhaps pricking up a new home theater, perhaps a big flat screen TV. I swear it's just an excuse for you guys to buy new electronic equipment. I I bet you they saw a lot of TVs around the Super Bowl time because you're right. It is a good excuse and (laughs) not that we need one, but there's nothing like a guy to know how to take advantage of a good opportunity, right? (laughs) But listen, if you were thinking about doing that, you might want to think about how it's going to fit into your place. We've got some tips to make sure the rooms and the lighting are good to go before you pick up that flat screen TV. And this comes from the uh, Tom's collection of do as I say, not as I do stories. Because the last time (laughs) we bought a TV, it started a serial renovating string upgrading event yeah it ended up costing me a lot more than the tv i'll tell you that (laughs) (laughs) well and also ahead this hour if that new home theater season is going to be your one splurge of the season do not worry we're going to teach you how you can upgrade everywhere else in your house on the cheap coming up we're going to share a secret that's going to help you update your kitchen appliances without costing you a cent Also ahead, has the recession derailed plans to finish your basement? It doesn't have to. It's a great way to add more living space to your home. But if your budget is limited, we've got a solution that will make your basement look fantastic, look finished, without going through the expense of a major renovation. And along the lines of something without expense, we're giving away a great prize this hour. We've got an appliance that no kitchen should be without. We're giving away the Cuisinart Mini Prep Plus Four Cup Food Processor. I've got one of these. I've been using it to make homemade baby food for my little guy. I'm sure you can think of a ton of things to use your Cuisinart for, but you got to be in it to win it. It's worth 50 bucks. Going to go to one caller that reaches us this hour at one eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. You got to have a home improvement question to call the show. We will toss your name in the Money Pit hard hat and send out that food processor to one caller. Let's get right to those phones. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. Who's first? John in New York is working on a decking project. How can we help you? I am currently, I have my deck uh, framed out, and I'm ready to put the finished product on top. Okay. I live on Long Island, and weather being, being a factor, I'd like to know what is the best um, decking that I should go with. I'm, I'm pondering a composite deck, timber tech, uh, either a treated wood or like a mahogany type of wood. My, my wife and I like the natural wood look. But we don't want to go too crazy with the maintenance on it. Well, certainly if you choose a natural product, you are going to have to maintain it. Perhaps not every season. But every definitely, other season. Definitely every other season. But coincidentally, Leslie also lives on Long Island. Mm, I and, do. Uh, and you actually put in a new composite deck. You put in the Fiberon product. How's it working we out did, for you? We did, John. My family has a house out on the east end of the island on the North Fork. So it gets a lot of snow and rain and, you know, moisture and salt water in the air. And, you know, we're dealing with, you know, a, a climate that sort of changes se- seasonally, you know, one extreme to the other. And um, we had had a, you know, pressure-treated lumber decking surface there for 20 years. Every other year it was my job to strip it, sand it down, re-stain it, you know, 
do all of that maintenance. Well, when time came to spruce it up, we went with a composite and we chose Fiberon. And the reason I went with Fiberon is because we also love the look of mahogany. And they had a composite that looks beautifully like mahogany. There's a wonderful green built into it. So it has that richness and the texture that the natural mahogany would have. Um, and it doesn't need any maintenance except the occasional just light cleaning to get any sort of moisture buildup or dirt that might be on there from, you know, a season's worth of falling leaves and just walking across it. It looks fantastic. We've had it one season. It looks exactly the same as it went down. There's never going to be any warping or twisting. So it really is a beautiful product that's worth the expense because it will save you the chore of, you know, taking care of it and all of that work that you would need to do annually or every other year to make sure that that wood deck stays in excellent condition and it really will last and last you know given the climate that we face on the island yeah the website is fiberondecking.com that's fiberon f-i-b-e-r-o-n decking.com check it out okay i uh i appreciate your help very much uh you've been very informative thank you you're welcome john thanks so much for calling us at 888 money pit you are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Give us a call. Let us know what you are working on because we are here to lend you a hand 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Just pick up the phone to start the help at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, can't splurge on a vacation this year? How about a getaway in your own home? We're going to have some tips on how to create your own home theater next. You're in a Money Pit. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And you should give us a call to be part of the Money Pit. The number here is 1-888-MONEY-PIT. We love to hear what you are working on. We want to help you with all of your home improvement dilemmas that are plaguing you on your honey-do list. We can help you tackle all of those projects and get them done right the first time. And when you call us at 888-MONEY-PIT, if you get on the air, we're going to take your name and put it in the Money Pit hard hat for your chance to win a great prize. We are are giving away something for your kitchen. We've got a mini prep plus four cup food processor from our friends over at Cuisinart and it comes in a stylish brushed metal finish and it is the perfect size for a family kitchen. It's worth 50 bucks but it could be yours for free so pick up the phone and give us a call at 1-888-MONEYPIT for your chance to win. 888-666-3974. Now if you're thinking about picking up a brand spanking new flat screen TV just in time for the Super Bowl you want to make sure you think about the space that you have to put that TV in. A lot of people buy TVs then figure out they don't fit. <laughs> uh, you know, I thought that I was smarter than the average home improver. Okay. So I figured I would go buy the furniture first. <laughs> and then and fit the TV into like the good, equation later? Good plan. Yeah, seemed like a good plan because I wanted to get the furniture that would fit the space. Um, except I happened to go into Ethan Island and found something I really liked. And mm -hmm. then I decided that rather than just buy a piece for the TV set, I'd buy a whole set for the living room. And, you know, <laughs> and if the you're dollar gonna, signs if kept you're gonna adding up. New furniture in your living room. I mean, you can't put it on the old scratchy hardwood floor. You got to refinish those. And if you're going to do that, well, you got to paint the walls at the same time. <laughs> so by the time I was done, I think I doubled the cost of the TV. It's the most expensive television you've I'm ever purchased. You, it, it, it really is. But, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Here are a few things things that you might want to think about. You really can create a nice home theater in your home without spending a whole lot of money. But here's what you need to plan for. First of all, you want to plan for power. 
Um, some of those TVs need a little more power than what the standard TV does, and especially if you add in the stereo, the DVD player, and all of that. Consider also that the lighting has to be both targeted and adjustable so that you get just the right light. Consider using dimmers, inexpensive way to control that light in that space so you have less glare on the TV. Also, think about soundproofing the room with perhaps some additional insulation in the form of carpeting and drapes. Yeah, and have fun with the decor. I can't tell you how many times on while you were out we did fun media rooms and we went along with the theme. You know, if you're really into movies, get classic movie posters, or if you like horror movies, get those types of posters. Really stick with something that you love. And you can get, you know, film canisters, those big fun circular metal reel canisters and put them all over the place. And you can set up fun seating and get popcorn maker. Really make it fun for your entire family and just make it the space that you're going to want to enjoy and kick back and watch a movie or the big game in. And remember, when it's your home theater, you can talk as loud as you want through the entire thing and no one's going to kick the back of your chair. It'll also help you hear the Bruce Springsteen concert at halftime much better as well. <laughs> oh, you must be psyched. 888-666-3974. Call us right now with your home improvement question. Let's get back to the phones. Leslie, who's next? Marion, North Carolina is not having a strong enough shower, and that will just not do. How can we help you? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, like you said, our problem is the, the shower in the master bathroom uh, doesn't have enough pressure. Mary, has it always been that way, or does it seem to have gotten worse? Uh, no, it's always been that way. Here's what I want you to try to do. I want you to take off the shower heads you have right now and then turn the water on full blast. See what kind of water flies out of that pipe that where you pull the shower head off. Uh -huh. If you've got good flow, then your problem is not the plumbing, and the problem is the shower head. That being said, now it's time to look for a new shower head. I think you ought to take a look at the shower heads that are offered by the major manufacturers, like Moen has some really good shower heads where you get a really good, comfortable shower without sacrificing a lot of extra water. In fact, they've got one called Enliven, E-N-L-I-V-E-N, -E that we put up in our house. Uh -huh. That was about, like I think it was like 25 bucks in Target. And it did really, really well. It's got like a spiral shower sort of pattern to it. Okay. And, uh, you know, did a good job, didn't use a lot of water, and, uh, you know, actually got us super clean and comfortable. Mm -hmm. And it wakes you up in the morning. And, you know, with this whole water sense rating, that's, you know, its main concern is water usage. What they've done is there's sort of a new aeration technology that adds more air to the water as it's coming out. So even though it's using less water, it feels highly pressurized, so you don't realize that there's less water coming out. Hence, you're saving the environment, but you're still getting a good wash. Well, that sounds great. So you don't think it would be a, a more major problem, like a leak or anything? Not like at that? all. Not at all. And I think we're going to prove you're going to prove that to yourself, Mary, when you take the shower head off uh -huh. and turn on the shower and watch how much water comes out of that pipe. I think you'll be amazed. Okay. Well, thank you so much. All right, Mary. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. Heading over to Washington to help Vicky deal with a countertop situation. Tell us what's going on. I had countertops installed. They're 12 by 12 tiles that are 3 eighths inch thick. And when they finished them, they put some sealer on that didn't seem to work at all. And now I can't even get a drop of water on it because it's so porous. I would like to know what product to use to strip it, if that's necessary, and what is the best product to seal it. It's surrounded by 
you tried to deal with the installer and get them to do the whole project again? Yes, I have. But since they already had their money, they were not very less than happy to help you. <laughs> well, okay. So you're kind of back to doing this yourself. Um, there's going to be a couple of things you have to do. First of all. Uh, and so far as that wood trim is concerned, you're going to drive yourself crazy trying to preserve that. It might be easier to mask it off or to remove it and replace it after this process. Okay. What you're going to need to do is to strip off as much of the old sealer as you can using a stripper designed for that purpose. And then you're going to want to reseal it. Um, DuPont has a line of, of products called Stone Tech that are professional sealers for, for stone surfaces. They come in different glosses. Uh, and you're going to have to get the old stuff off first. And once you do, you can apply this new sealer. And you're going to need multiple coats in order to get it to the point where it's not going to be so porous anymore and be, make it easy for you to maintain it. Okay, great. All right. Well, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. David in Delaware has a water heater question. What can we do for you? Yes, I have electric, um, total electric in my house. And I heard about the tankless water heaters, but I was wondering whether or not electric would be very efficient. Actually not, David, because um, ga gas tankless water heaters are fantastically efficient. Electric tankless water heaters, not so much. So ah. if you have uh, electric, what we would recommend is a super insulated tank-style water heater. There are different manufacturers that have this type of model. I think Ream has one called Marathon, if I remember correctly. That has a very thick wall of insulation. That coupled with a water heater timer, so it only comes on when you, when need you actually it. need it, would be the best way to cut your electric water heating costs. Gas is fantastic for tankless, but not electric, because mm -hmm. you just can't deliver enough power to do the job. Timers, uh. Oh, the timers are available at any any electrical supply store or home center. You just want a 240 volt timer. Okay. Very Usually good. gets installed right near the water heater, and you, you want to set it to, you know, come on for a few hours in the morning when you need it, went for showers and that sort of thing. A few hours in the afternoon and evening, then it can go off the most uh, the rest of the time. The water will stay warm in the water heater as long as you're not using a lot of it. You'll be good to go. Very good. Doug in Texas is working on a fireplace project. How can we help you? I purchased a 35-year-old home, it's a brick home, and inside uh, it had burned. The fireplace, of course, had burned real bad, you know, uh, where, where the flames came out and it actually scorched the brick. I tried to clean the brick, it would not clean, so I painted it, unfortunately for me. <laughs> now here I am 10 years later, and I hate the look of the painted brick, and I want to... Um, remove it. So I found out I can't do anything but sandblast it. Well, I cannot yeah, totally. afford professional sandblasting. So I heard you last week talk to a caller and you had mentioned a, a faux type stone that was manufactured by Owens Corning. Mm -hmm. And I wondered where I might find that and also how it is applied to that brick that how it's painted. Well, the product that you're talking about is by Owens Corning, and it's called their Cultured Stone, and the website is culturedstone.com. And there is a ton of different styles from a ledge stone to a river rock. I mean, they're beautiful choices. I've used it on the exterior of homes before. It's also for use on interiors. If you go to the website culturedstone.com and look on their 
photo gallery. There's a whole bunch of ideas for fireplaces. I mean, the website is very user-friendly. You can find installers in your area and dealers in your area, so you can actually go look at this. Um, I've installed it myself on an exterior. They really do recommend working with a pro just to make sure it's done properly. Um, but it is a gorgeous product. It's very affordable, and you can really achieve any look that you like for that fireplace and maybe get one that you enjoy sitting by. And Doug, if you do want to try to install that yourself, Owens Corning actually has step-by-step -step video instructions on culturedstone.com. Simply click on the installation video, and it'll walk you through those details, talks about the installation techniques, how to install it uh, on different types of surfaces, how to prepare the stone, how to prepare the mortar, and so on. So you really can do this yourself. And I tell you, it really is gorgeous stuff. As Leslie said, we've used it on a number of, of projects, and it looks fantastic. That would be wonderful. I will get, I will pull that up on the website tonight and, and research that and find out how to do the install. Fantastic. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Up next, we're going to have a tip for getting a whole new look out of your appliances without spending a single dime. So don't go away. On the Money Pit Radio Show, pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home by calling The Money Pit is brought to you by Thermatru, the nation's leading manufacturer of fiberglass entry and patio door systems. Choose the brand more building professionals prefer and add up to $24,000 to the perceived value of your home. For more information, visit Thermatru.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we know everybody's budget strings, your purse strings, they're all tight. We are struggling in this economy, but we all want to live a fantastic and stylish life with our homes being the place that we love to hang out in, especially since we're all spending a lot more time in them than we'd like to be perhaps this time of year with everything that's going on. So when you're thinking about making some changes and especially in your kitchen kitchens can be a big budget renovation even if you're just going on the low end of you know changing the style it still can cost a couple of bucks but if your appliances are still in working order but you just can't stand the color here is the best tip that you will ever learn is that your appliance the one you've got in your house right now when you get them, they're often shipped with multiple color panels that are hidden behind the one that you see. So changing your decor can be as easy as removing a few screws and pulling out a black or a white panel for an instant update. And some appliances can also be repainted with the help from a pro who's experienced in working with the appropriate finishes and techniques. And, you know, there's even some easy-to-use products like liquid stainless steel, which Tom and I saw, I think, at the hardware show. Was yeah. it last year? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it and was it a good product. Works fantastic and it actually has that texture of stainless so it's truly one of the first products that I've seen that's you know user friendly ready to go and truly gives you the look of stainless and it goes on quickly and it is a kit that is truly affordable and Leslie I think we should disclose that that was not original an original tip of yours no. <laughs> now it actually came from our brand new book, My Home, My Money Pit, Your Guide to Every Home Improvement Adventure. Well, it was original when we put it in the book. Yeah, we, we, we talked about it. Information online at moneypit.com. Let's get back to the phones. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Heading west to Utah. Judy, you've got the Money Pit. What can we help you with? How long does paint last if it hasn't been opened? 
Ah, good question. Okay. And we can, can we presume it hasn't frozen either, Judy? No, it's been inside. Well, you know, it can last many years. And oh, uh, I, I know it's this because I've saved, paint. I've saved paint for many years. <laughs> Some people collect coins. I collect paint. Yeah, as long as it hasn't been frozen and it's been a conditioned space and, you know, you know that the molecular structure, it changes if it freezes. So if you've kept it room temperature, I say just give it a super good shake. And if you've got more than one can of the same color, I would put all of it in like a five-gallon bucket just to keep the consistency. However, unlike coins, the longer you hold on to it, it does not get more valuable. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Horace in Texas needs some help with a countertop. What can we do for you? Well, I have a, a bubble in that countertop. I don't know what caused it. It's about the size of a, what would be a silver dollar. Okay. Anything and the, I can do without having to replace the whole thing. And this is a laminate countertop? Yes, it is. And where is the bubble located? Is it in sort of the middle of the surface? It, uh, it's just about an inch from, uh, or two inches from the edge. Okay. Um you can pick up a solvent for contact cement okay, and very carefully sort of work it into the edge because what you want to do is get to the point where you can actually peel off the laminate back those two or three inches. Okay. Uh, and, and then after it's all sort of peeled back, stick something in there to hold it up, let it dry really well, and then reapply new contact cement to that, Horace. Okay. Make sure you put it to the bottom and the top. Use the, uh, the solvent-based contact cement. Don't use the latex base. And then very carefully sort of roll that top back down. Get good pressure on it. You know, if you were doing uh, laminate work uh, professionally, you'd have something that looks like a rolling pin mm-hmm. that yeah. actually rolls it across and really presses it, it down. smooths out all those bubbles. If you don't have one of those, you can use a regular rolling pin. You yeah. just put a towel down first and get it real good and flat. But remember, when you put that solvent against that contact cement, it will separate. And so whatever you separate, if you're a little sloppy, get some on the edge, whatever, you're going to have to re-glue that. But use good quality contact cement. You can put that back down together and it won't come up again. Sure. Okay. Very good, Dan. All right, Horace, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Well, if the state of our economy has sort of put all of your plans to finish your basement on hold, don't stop that project just yet. We've got some ideas to share with you that can make your basement look finished without spending a lot of cash. So stick around. On the Money Pit Radio Show. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And the number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Pick up the phone and give us a call right now. We'll give you the answer to your home improvement question and a tool to help feed all those hungry home improvers in your house. Because this hour, we are giving away the four-cup mini-chop food processor from Cuisinart, worth 50 bucks. It's going to go out to one caller who reaches us at one eight 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 Money Pit with their home improvement question. Yeah, pick up the phone, give us a call. We'd love to hear what you're working on, and we'd love to give you a hand to get the job done right. Now, if you're thinking, you know, there's so many things on my list that I truly want to tackle, but money's tight, we're on a budget, but I really do want to add value to my home, you know, the kitchen is a great place to do some work that's truly going to add value to your home. But another place that you might want to think about doing some work on is changing your basement from un- unfinished to a finished livable space. It really does add value to your house. 
But if a major overhaul of your basement is not in your budget right now, you can still give your basement a facelift. So think about this. If your basement has a concrete floor that seems to be in good condition, why not use what you've already got to add style to the space? You can do something called acid staining. We've talked about it on the show before. You can have a pro do it. You can do it yourself. There's kits available online. And the acid staining is going to add interesting color, even texture to the concrete. And if you get really good at it, you can do some pretty amazing patterns. Do some searches online with them, you know, an image search, and you'll find some really nice projects. And the acid staining, it's a process that sort of etches the surface of the concrete for a permanent treatment, and it's not going to flake away like paint might, especially in such a moist area like the basement. Those kits are available online. If you do think that you want to paint, if you're going to go that route, once you're done and everything is really dry, you want to make sure that you add a resin clear coat on top, and that's going to give you the look of a highly polished, high-end surface. Whatever you do to your concrete floor, either the acid staining or the paint, it will look truly beautiful and give you the feel of a finished space. 888-666-3974. Call us right now if you need some home renovation tips. We're here to help you get the job done. Let's get back to those phones. Who's next? Harold in Washington needs some help with a flooring problem. Tell us what's going on. I have laminate flooring. Okay. It does not feel right to me. I am totally blind and it seems I, I can't really clean it to where it feels right. Hmm. And I'm wondering if there's any kind of finish that can be put on laminate flooring. Um, you know, not really. The way laminate flooring is built, it's it's built in layers, and you have a and a the finish is dense, built into it. Yeah, you have a medium density fiberboard, and then you have a, sort of a color layer layer, and then you have an aluminum oxide top coat, and the aluminum oxide top coat gives you a very very durable surface, and it seals in the the, the design or the core coat underneath. It's actually very beautiful stuff. But you're right; I never thought of it this way. It does feel a little bit different than any other type of floor surface, although I will tell you that it's durable stuff and wears really well, and as long as you're doing basic cleaning, because frankly, you don't need to do a lot more than just damp mop that laminate floor, um, it's going to wear very well and it's going to look really good, even though it may may not feel like, say, a, a vinyl tile floor might feel or a wood floor. All right. I thank you very much. You're welcome, Harold. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Mark in South Carolina needs some help revamping some concrete steps. How can we help you today? Listen, my house is about 90 years old, and I have a three-step rise to my front porch, and the concrete is original as far as I can tell. About four years ago, they started to look a little cheesy, so I put a skim coat over them. Now that has started to crack off, and my wife and I have talked about it, and we thought about putting brick pavers on the steps, and I need to know what I need to do to prepare the concrete uh, to take them and what I need to do to put them down, make them stick, and, and make them stay. Well, first of all, if you add brick pavers to the steps, you're going to pick it up by about two inches. Isn't that going to result in a very uneven step at the top and the bottom? No, actually, I will, what I'm going to do is take out the whole front walk and have it re-poured at the bottom. It will, it will increase the top uh, step just a little bit, but I can take off a little bit of the top step to accommodate that. Right. Okay, well, you're going to probably have to break off some of the concrete um, that's at the top surface of the step. Now, you said pavers, but realistically, you may want to just use regular brick with mortar to hold them in place because pavers are put in without any mortar. And okay. because you're putting them on a, on, a, on a step, you're probably going to want to use regular brick. 
and you're going to rough up the step, and then you're going to basically add another layer of brick on top of that. I would have to take off a great amount of those steps to actually. Well, you're going to have to score it up, rough it up, in order to be able to get you good to get good adhesion. Yeah. Um, There may be like an epoxy additive that you could put into the mortar mix that will give you a little more of a sticky solution. But you're probably going to want to put in regular brick there, and then you're going to want to basically mortar in between the joints because I think that's going to stay together better. If you put in pavers, remember, a paver is exactly twice as long as it is wide. A regular brick is not because it's a little narrower because it leaves space for the mortar joint, uh, Mark. And so that's probably what you're going to want to do. Okay. Well, I certainly do appreciate the advice. We're still looking at uh, what we need to do for the aesthetics. Of it, and that's it's not a necessary project. It's just aesthetics. Well, brick is certainly very beautiful, and I think you'll enjoy it for a long, long time. All right, sir. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate the advice. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Up next, well, Leslie, just when you thought we'd heard it all here, we mm-hmm. got an email about how to remove glitter from walls. Can you believe somebody actually put glitter on walls of all the crazy decorating things that we've seen? <laughs> we actually, Tom, what? we did that on an episode of While You Were Out in Birmingham, no Alabama. <laughs> it looked great. Alabama? It was an under-the-sea room, and it really sparkled. <laughs> well, actually, this email is from Texas, and I think there's oh, something to be learned about how you can neutralize just about anything that's put on your wall including glitter. We'll have that answer next in Under the Sea Room, huh? Hey, it looked nice. <laughs> you live in a money pit. Money pit. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And Leslie, you know what is the cool way to heat your home these days? <laughs> All right, what is it? Firewood. apparently people are buying more and more firewood now than ever before and just trying to save some money of course that does not account for all the heat that goes up the chimney when you run the fireplace inside your house oh and it's true it's like you can sit right next to the fire and feel fantastic but walk across the room and you're like why is it so cold over here yeah exactly but uh, no there was a cool story about how people were buying more firewood and I covered it on my uh, new blog on walletpop.com that is the walletpop site that's part of AOL one of the wildly popular blogs that they run. They get like some sort of crazy traffic, like 25 million mm-hmm. people a month it's on that It's a great site. site, Tom. It's I'm so proud of you for being part of it. It looks great. Your blog is always super informative, and the entire site itself, you can find a blog on every topic with information just to suit every need. Yeah, so if you want to read up on that story and also some tips on what to avoid if you're purchasing foreclosed properties, that info is on my blog at wallopop.com. Hey, and while you're online, head over to moneypit.com, and you can ask us your question via email. We are always available on the web for you. Just click on the Ask Tom and Leslie icon, and we will get back to you, as we always do, sometimes by email or sometimes on the show. And we're going to jump into our email questions now, starting off with that glitter on the wall. And thankfully, this question does not come from Birmingham, Alabama, where I put glitter on a wall. (laughs) But it comes from Kay in Texas, who writes, We bought a house, and one of the bedrooms has glitter adhered somehow to the walls. I bet you they mixed it with the paint. Uh, Not that I've done that. What do you suggest we do to remove it? I'm afraid if we just prime over it, you'll still be able to see the pieces of glitter. Short of sanding the entire room and retexturing it, we are at a loss. Please No, actually, uh, actually, Kay, you have the answer. You do need to sand the entire room and prime over it because that actually will solve it. Now, listen, here's what I want you to do. I want you to pick up a sanding um, pad 
which is sort of like on a, on a stick extension. And I want you to lightly sand all of the, the walls to get any sharp edges off. And then I want you to prime it, but I want you to use an oil-based primer. There's the reason, no wiping off of the, of the sanding think, residue or anything on the wall? I, I think that the glitter is probably well adhered. And yes, once mm-hmm. you sand it, you want to sort of get the dust off. Okay. But I just want to try to get rid of those rough edges. But the oil-based primer is critical because it has the maximum adhesion. And if you use oil-based primer on those walls, perhaps even on the ceiling, do the whole space, you're going to have a good neutral surface on which to put the next coat. The type of paint you use now in the next coat is also very important. You want to use a good quality flat paint. Don't use anything with a sheen whatsoever because you will see the pattern, the ridges from the glitter. Because remember, you're still going to have it there. But we kind of want to neutralize it and make it look a little more textury than glittery. So if you prime it with an oil-based primer and then you paint it with a flat white good quality paint, I think it will actually look quite nice and you will be good to go. You won't have to worry about stripping the walls. You won't have to worry about putting another layer of drywall over that. You'll just have a nice textured wall and I think you'll be good to go. All right, Judy in New Jersey writes, I purchased a home with a tree that sits in front of my den window. The sewer keeps flooding my basement and it's costing me a lot. How do I do this with a low budget? Well, I guess I wonder if the roots of the tree are causing a problem with the sewer. You see, the sewer keeps flooding my basement. It's costing you a lot. I would suggest a camera inspection of that pipe. That would be the easiest way, and that's something that like a, uh, a drain cleaning company can do. It's not actually that expensive. They run a camera through the pipe, and they can see exactly where the obstruction is because that should not be flooding your basement, Judy. And you know what, Judy, if you open up that Val pack of coupons that you get in your mail every so often, there is always one from Roto-Rooter with like $30 off, and they do that. So look in that blue envelope next time you get one. Don't just chuck it in the recycling bin. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Thank you so much for spending this hour with us. The show continues online at moneypit.com, where you can search everything we've ever written about home improvement. If you've got a question... We've got an answer. It is there on moneypit.com. Also available 24-7. Call in your question to 1-888-MONEYPIT. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Helping you build big dreams. You live in a money pit. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.